oh man, it is one of those days where there was so much stuff going on with our family in the last week and I am finally feeling better, fired up. It is Thursday, February 2, 12, 12 p.m. It is kind of a last minute podcast, but it is a highly requested one talking about how do you make your online chocolate business viable via customers. Alrighty then, in three, two, one, let's go. Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, a space where chasing dreams and indulging in chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to walk the abnormal path, break tradition, and pursue your own true happiness. A space where you can gain encouragement, inspiration, and confidence to go out there and become the best chocolatier you possibly can be. I'm your host, Tina Codinha, and I know what it is to be chocolate crazy. Like you truly feel called to do this, as if a light suddenly went on and all arrows point to chocolate. I've had the honor of working under some of the best chocolatiers in the industry, and all the while have dedicated my free time toward bettering my craft at home. I'm a wife, a mother, founder of Codinha Chocolate and Codinha Chocolate Mentorship, which I proudly run with my amazing, talented husband, Bruno. Chocolate is so much in my blood, I couldn't live without it. It's been the wildest journey thus far, and my hope is that this inspires you to keep on keeping on and believe that you can do this too. Because the truth is, yes, you can. You really, truly can. So consider me your new chocolate friend, constantly cheering you on because I'm right there with you. And let's dive in. All right, all right. Welcome to another episode of the I Heart Chocolate Podcast. I had so many things going on in the last week, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to fit one in. But alas, I got 30 minutes of downtime before another mentee call, so here I am. Today, I'd like to thank one of you listeners out there for suggesting this topic. As you guys know, I'm always open if there's something particular that you would like me to chat about, someone you'd like me to interview, if it fits, then I'll make it work. So today, we are going to be talking about how to make an online chocolate business actually viable, actually successful via clients, meaning having customers. I feel like this goes back to a very basic sales issue. And if you know, you know that sales, business, marketing, branding, all of those things has been a very heavy interest of mine ever since we started Coutinho Chocolate because I knew for me that business knowledge was something I just never felt very comfortable in. It always was, as I would say, going over my head and I didn't like that feeling. I wanted to take control I want to learn more about it. I want to absorb it. I want to understand it. And I do feel that I have gotten so much better with this versus when I had the chocolate lady, my side business that unfortunately didn't go anywhere. So anyways, I'm going to jump right into it. So if you're talking about starting an online chocolate business, any business for that matter, of course, it helps to have a plan. But since the request was, how do you do it online successfully, which is something that we have, then I'm going to break it down into five very simple components that I feel will outline what you need to focus on and hopefully bring more attention to what you need to work on if this is something that you truly want for yourself. So prior to the five things, I will say mentality. I always lead with that. Your mentality has to be right because if your mentality is not positive, is not one based on growth, is not one where you know like you expect that there's going to be work to make this happen and you're looking for an easy answer an easy fix an easy abc uh straight dotted line it's not going to be that way like i'm telling you entrepreneurship is so not that way it is a roller coaster it is ups and downs it is trying to always find your footing 
and basically get yourself as prepared and as well equipped and as knowledgeable as you can about running a business and once you do that then it becomes much easier then you can really enjoy it then you can truly have a sustainable successful business all right so the first thing i'm going to say is have a plan and that sounds very obvious off the hand but yes having a plan of some sort so one of the things i would say when you're focusing on building an online business is what platform are you going to be building up your audience on because the key thing for having an online business is you need to have the eyes you need to have people you need to have an audience right eventually you hope to build a community from that audience two completely separate things by the way so that you have ongoing supporters throughout the year not just when you launch not just when you have a holiday but ongoing supporters throughout the year who will lead you to more opportunities lead you to more sales lead you to more contacts all of the things so what platform do you want to focus on a lot of people focus and they just say social media many people that's social media such as instagram or tiktok pick which one you want to be on if it's facebook and your crowd is more on facebook build it up on Facebook. The point is, is that you have to pick a social platform that you feel comfortable showing up in, that you can learn a little bit because each platform has its own algorithms, um, intricacies, things to know about, right? A platform that you feel that you can stay consistent with. That's the hugest thing. I always say social media, building something online is never going to work if you are not consistent with it. So if you are listening to this and you're like, yes, she keeps saying this, geez, like I get it. I need to show my face more. I need to be consistent. I need to show up, schedule it in or block out one day a week to batch all your content and just think about what you're going to be putting out. So what platform are you comfortable on or do you want to be on or what platform is the ideal audience your customers spend the most time on because then it makes the most sense for where you should put in your energy towards, right? So number one, know what platform you're gonna be on. Number two, do beta tests. So beta testing basically means that before you actually launch your online business, your chocolate business, you beta test. You want to know who your audience is. You want to know what types of things do they like. If you're first starting off, you most likely don't have an audience. If you're first starting off, you're not exactly sure what flavors are gonna work, what's not gonna work. Do people like the look of your box? Do they not like the colors? Do they not like the feel, the brand, the mission, all the things? So you beta test. Bruno and I literally did this before we launched Kudina Chocolate. We made four piece bonbon boxes that we handed out to family and friends and told them, these are some flavors we're thinking of, of putting into our shop. We wanna know what do you think of the colors? What do you like the most? Rank them from one to four. And if you were to buy one, which one would be your favorite, right? So we collected that data along with sending out a detailed questionnaire because I was all into this whole marketing thing, understanding that the type of person who buys from you most likely is going to be very similar to the other people who buy from you. They maybe share similar interests. So I was asking, questions like where do you like to shop what type of colors do you like what type of treats have you eaten as a kid that's nostalgic that you would like to see more artisan all these sorts of things to help give ideas for how we're going to shape Kudina chocolate if you have an audience and you give them what they want then more it's more easy for them to actually support you when you show up with what they wanted and what they asked for so beta testing is also very helpful because again you can clear out from the start this flavor does well this flavor does not do well people really like this they did not like this so much 
where do I need to improve on, etc. Beta test. Beta test will help you interact with a new audience. Beta test will help you figure out what products to keep or not keep. Beta test will get you out there. That's kind of like the whole point. It's kind of the pre-show to the big launch. It's kind of just putting your name out there, letting people know, putting the interaction and the effort in first to let them know that you have something coming, you value their opinion, you value what they think, and building, building the audience from that point. Number three, branding. Branding is so important. I can't stress enough the importance of having a brand that's consistent all across the board. So a lot of people will think branding is just your colors or your fonts or your logo. It's not just that. Branding is a feeling that you get. If you think about it, all the freaking great brands, if you watch them in commercials, they don't you know, showcase necessarily the brand, like just the logo or anything like that. They give you a freaking feeling. If you watch a Nike commercial, you're probably watching an athlete who's dominating on the field. Just do it. You have a freaking feeling, right? There's some sort of emotion or vibe, as I like to say, that you get from that brand. So similarly to when you are building your own brand online, and I I am one to repeat myself over and over, but I really do believe in the power of social media and everything because that's how we've built our business. But if you're building a brand online, you have to think, okay, what do I want my brand to stand for? Who am I? Who am I trying to attract in? And am I consistently, again, consistently showing that all across the board via my messaging, via my posts, via how I show up in person, show my face, talk to the camera, all the things, via the type of products that I have, like that all creates a cohesive picture of what your brand is. The more that you do that and the more that you're in sync and you actually stand for something, then you can draw in a very particular type of person. You are not here to try and appeal to every single freaking chocolate lover because there's so many different levels. If you're artisan, obviously, then there's a luxury element to it. You're a little bit more expensive. Do you come across that way? Do you, you know, is there something about you that can set you apart from the other chocolatiers who are all doing social media, all posting pictures of the bonbons, all the things, right? Your branding is very, very important component. It's essentially who you are in brand form, in your business form. Number four, uh, draw them in, meaning working on customer service. So I put draw them in, work on customer service is really going back to the human nature of things. It's very easy nowadays with online to copy and paste a message, send it out to new followers, uh, just say thanks when someone posts on your social media, give a quick reply, give a generic mass-produced email to everyone after you send out chocolates, but where's the human nature aspect of it? I recently taught a class on this in the whole shebang saying that, you know, the reason why we have even if we have less than 3,000 followers via social, the reason why our business is able to have this recurring revenue month, month, month is because we have made an effort from the beginning to really put in the human touch, really put in that extra personal touch that a person who interacts with our business knows that you're dealing with me and Bruno. You know that we are gonna remember when it's your birthday. You know that if you mention that you're sending out a gift and you forgot the note, I'm going to reach out to you and ask you, what would you like me to put on the gift note? You know that if we have slowly been in conversation, I'm not just literally talking to you about chocolate. We're talking about real things, life things, 
conversational things. We are literally building up a relationship, a friendship, if you will. So I think it's very important if you're trying to become more valuable or have any type of success online, bring the social aspect of it back. Take the extra step to get to know your audience better. Put in some effort into how you phrase your captions and ask a question. And if someone responds, then interact with them. It's small and these things may seem obvious, but no one is really doing them. No one's really spending the time doing it. I literally am tracking myself and making sure that I am making an extra effort. If anyone comments on a picture, a post, a DM, a story, a podcast, whatever, I am going to acknowledge you for coming into my world until it gets to the point that it's too many and I can't handle that and I probably will hire someone to help me with it. But I will make it a point to let you know I see you, I thank you for being here, and we go from there. And I think it's because of that that we have so many people who repeatedly come back from us. So Valentine's Day is fast approaching. Bruno and I, we don't really post so much chocolate stuff anymore online, I will say mainly because our shift has gone more towards online, consultation, mentorship, all the things for a number of reasons. But yet the people who have been buying from us have been buying from us since the beginning. And then the new people who have been buying from us just this year, a few of them already placed a second order just this week again. Like I recognize the name. So what is that telling me? That's telling me that something along the way, the mix of the products that we're putting out, the mix of the customer service that we're offering you, that extra personal touch is enough for you to come back into our world and be like, yeah, I'm going to support you again, even though I just placed an order with you, right? The last thing that I'm going to say, if you are trying to be building a successful online business is understanding that it takes time and the whole building an audience thing, getting your branding correctly, figuring out the platform, all these things, it's a lot at once. It's going to take time. And that's the part where people miss the boat because they think that because it is social media, because it is out there, you just automatically assume that if you show up and you post and say you've been posting, maybe let's say you're starting off slow, you're starting off three times a week. Let's say you're going on your stories, maybe again, three or four times a week, but you're not seeing the results yet. And that can be very frustrating or you're thinking, what am I doing wrong, right? Is there something else that needs to be fixed? So the way I was taught is that when it comes to sales, it could be a number of different things. The important thing to look at is, okay, so take a step back. Say that your online business is not doing as well. Two reasons why businesses don't survive is one, you don't have enough sales or two, you don't have enough uh, customers, AKA clients to give you cash, right? So it all leads down to money in the end. So you have to look again at like, are you doing any sort of engagement? Are you doing outbound engagement? Meaning, are you actively pursuing people to bring to your shop? Are you leading them to the platform that you want them to be led to? Are you putting in that extra work to find out a little bit more about them if they show any remote interest in you and nurturing them? Like start with the people who are in your world and then it expands, right? I always say that me and Bruno, thankfully, have landed some really cool opportunities, sales, connections, because it starts with us serving who's here now. And because they like us so much, they automatically refer us out to the next person who might need us for chocolate, a party, a speaking event, whatever. It, it's a ripple effect, right? Or a domino effect or throw the stone across, stick it the stone effect, however you want to visualize it. That's how it is. 
but it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. When we were first launching Codinia Chocolate, I spent two months prior to the official launch, just posting online, trying to get hype up about the business, right? And then I took the time to learn and have a business coach and learn about sales, marketing, branding, all the things and apply those things to our business. And it was hard. Like, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna say like, oh yeah, I absorbed it, I learned it and I implemented it and it came off easy. No, it was freaking hard. I was having like burnout. I was crying my eyes out at times. I felt like I couldn't keep up because there's just so many things to do. And you just have to understand that this part is just you learning all of the information, all of the tools that you need to learn to get under your belt. But as you practice and as you implement, you will grow. Like trust that you will actually grow, right? You have to understand that every time that you are leveling up in your business, every time that you are growing your business, every time you're able to serve more customers authentically and show them, you know, the hardest part I would say is like, you're trying to keep the quality the same level, whether you're small, whether you're big, but sharing that journey, sharing everything that you're going through, that vulnerability aspect also adds an extra personal touch to you, to your online presence that can set your business apart. Again, I'm going to just toot my horn here, but Bruno and I, we have less than 3000 followers on Instagram. We don't have, you know, this crazy thousands and thousands of whatever. And the numbers, I mean, whatever, like I don't really pay attention too much to the numbers. I really pay attention to who are the people who are in my world, who has been saying that they've been watching this from the sidelines. Not everyone keep in mind comments or likes or whatever. And how can I find new people who are similar to the ones who I'm already serving and bring them? So outbound engagement, where are you bringing your eyes on? And again, wherever you're putting yourself out there, are you leading them, bringing back to the five things I mentioned, to the platform that you feel most comfortable on? Are you beta testing or testing out your audience or interacting them or pulling them to find out what their, their ongoing interests are? Are you consistent in your branding, your messaging, who you are as a person, because that can do so much for yourself and your brand. Like I promise you, if you have that set from the start, so much can happen for you. Are you drawing them in, like being an active participant in the conversation? And are you understanding that this is all an ongoing thing that just takes time? Anyways, I hope that that answered your question. I hope that gave a little bit more clarity to how a successful online biz can start. It's definitely a much bigger conversation. If you like this episode, please drop me some love in the comments. Uh, be sure to join the Passion to Chocolate Facebook group. I'm always going to shout out that group because it's a safe space for chocolate entrepreneurs to gather. We have a chocolatiers chat once a week. You can ask questions, meet other chocolatiers free, no judgment no uh, opinions, no, I mean, like, you know, outside bad opinions or anything, like free of judgment, just free to meet other chocolatiers, be in community. If you've ever wondered, and be, and this episode is hitting, you're like, she sounds like she's making sense. I need more help in that. Just slide into our DMs. That sounds kind of dirty, I think, but just slide into our DMs on Instagram at Kudina Chocolate. We're always open to help you and to lead you to what would be the best fit for you. All right, I hope you guys are having an amazing Friday and I will chat to you on the next one. Ciao. And that's all folks. 
By the way, in case we aren't friends yet, let's keep the connection going and get social on the gram. You can always reach out to us at Cadenia Chocolate, where we post inspirational, drool-worthy, and informative tips on all things chocolate. And can I just say, thanks for hanging out with me today. If you felt a connection from this podcast or found it helpful, please be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can keep spreading the chocolate happiness. Y'all know that that is my life mission. But really though, <laughs> via chocolate making, teaching, and now through sound. Woo! Have a beautiful day, and I know it's going to sound cheesy, but it is true. In case you needed a reminder, you are 100% worthy of the life that you dream, chocolate-filled or otherwise. You just have to summon up the courage to pursue it. And then you keep pursuing and grinding and working and loving it until you get there. Okie dokie, catch you on the next one.